Welcome back to Ghostly Talk. This is Scott L. This is Amber. And we are back with another fun. Exciting. And inspirational episode. Show. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Show. Whatever. Thing. You know, um, we got a few emails this last week. Oh, yeah. About the whole good, Apple. Good to mention yeah, that. Good to mention that. The Apple iTunes thing. Um, All right. So. Um, supposedly people were getting an air message that said something went wrong. Try again later. And. All you can do as the podcaster when it comes to the back end of iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling it now, yeah. all you can do is click refresh. <laughs> That's it. There's like literally four options. Refresh, like delete podcast. That's it. So I'm like, uh, okay. Let's refresh it and then uh, that's 24 hours or something. Yeah. You have to wait so, for that. I uh I think maybe we could hit up some of the people like maybe that one gal that wrote us on Facebook or something that well yeah I, I'm I, I'm gonna follow back but with anyway these if you were having some out. issues with iTunes yeah. um I don't know just re- refresh it or unsubscribe and resubscribe well, all we all we can say I, about that is we we did our due diligence and we jumped in there yeah, and looked she, at it and I think it's working though again because my friend who uses uh, iTunes she said it fired up in her car okay so. so We'll and follow I, it, up with you guys. And yeah, and it could have been some issue on Apple's end, which most likely it was. Uh, but honestly, we haven't changed anything on our side. We no, just do the same thing every. No, but every honestly, week we do I don't show. think the majority of people who listen to our show actually listen. When I look at statistics, it's not app. Apple's like the bottom, which sucks because it's like the largest podcast platform. But whatever, they use um, well, SoundCloud, that, Podbean. Things are changing, though, and too. people do stream from our show, or I mean. From our website. From our website, yeah. So maybe things are changing. Maybe iTunes or Apple, whatever it is, oh, Apple Podcast, pretty massive. Uh, maybe, but maybe that's not going to be the way in another couple of years. I don't know. But we we checked it out, uh, everything we could, and we're going to follow back with the people that did reach out to us. Thank you. I want to say thank you to you guys for reaching out to yeah, us and letting us know. Yeah, because we're clueless. Yeah, we don't know. Especially Apple, because we don't. We're not an Apple household. <laughs> no, we're not. We're an Android household. We're, 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 we're the working people here of the, the it has nothing to do with it. We're the working people. That's just what I prefer. I don't have an iPhone. I'm sorry. I just don't have an iPhone. Whatever. So, yeah, we'll follow back with you guys. Thank you for letting us know. We'd like to hear that from people. Thank you. Yeah, feedback's cool. It really is. When it's nice. We did. Yeah, <laughs> feedback's cool in any in any way. And I mean, even if it's even if it's stupid stuff, I still I'm cool with that. So keep them coming. We like feedback. My voice is shot. I, I, I'm burned out here. I've been battling a cold for the last week now. Uh, and I, you know, I've been getting sick a little bit more than I normally do. I don't Be- know what the deal is. Okay. Here. I will tell you why. Because of working out. Why? Because that wears down your body and you're also handling a lot of stuff that other people are handling. And when you go to the gym, you have to be mindful not to ever like, touch your mouth or your face with your hands you think so yeah because i've been sick twice in the last three months and that don't normally happen yeah and that's when you started going to the gym yeah that's Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so everyone's sharing the same and that stuff's never wiped down all the time no it isn't no and so there's germs all over it yeah i'm gonna die yeah well just carry around crossfit's gonna kill me there's a thing of wipes you can just be that guy have a little, have like a little utility belt that have wipes <laughs> that you can pull out of it and wipe down all the bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll we, make you one. Um, yeah, I want a utility belt. Yeah, have it, for, have it right because I'm no, doing the competition wait. this weekend. No, fanny so. pack. Oh, I'll get a fanny. I use pack. for a fanny pack, and we'll put like a little um, butt wipe pouch in there that you can wipe butt stuff wipe down. Butt wipe pouch, yeah, and then some, then some hand sanitizer yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, have that, I want to have that ready for the competition this weekend. Okay, well, I, we got an Amazon. A fanny pack Am- then. No, we got the Anvil. We got the I Anvil don't know. fanny Those pack. Those small. St- I don't know if it fits. What are you going to fit? All you need is some butt wipes and some... Uh, no, I mean like around your waist. It'll fit. I'm smaller now. I've lost I weight. Know. Those are pretty tiny. But Oh, you could try it. I could try it. Yeah, I'm a, that, that's going to look great. I'm going to look totally awesome. Fanny packs around. are back in. I know. I've seen people with them. I, that is the most functional piece of... I don't know what to call it. Accessory. Yeah, there we go. Accessory accessory. is the most functional thing on the planet and then just got laughed off the planet for whatever reason. And it is so useful. They're kind of goofy looking. Admit it. Okay, no, wear them to the side on your hip. A little hip hip With some attitude. Yeah. I'm wearing this. It's a hip pack. It's not a fanny pack anymore. It's a hip pack. I'm wearing this hip pack with scorn. I guess. 
I don't know. With, I'm wearing it with attitude. So, so tonight we had Rick Hayes on, and Rick Hayes yeah. is a guest that we had on, I think there was multiple had times Rick in on, the past. Uh, multiple times in the old life of this show. And met him in uh, Louisville <coughs> a thousand years ago, probably yeah. in like 06, 07. Yeah, it was a while ago, and he's always been someone uh, that I, I, you know... I, you know, we've been, I've been bringing back people that we've talked to, we talked to years ago and I said, I want to talk to these people again. It's a good chance to catch up again. And, and these people were just well, fascinating to me and it's, I'm and really I, happy you want to talk to us. I stayed out of the conversation a little bit because you were, um, you were excited about what you were talking about. Cause of course I would want to ask Rick, like, you know, when you see ghosts, what do they look like? Like, when did you learn this ability? Da, 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 da. But you were kind of on your thing with... Cause, cause well, Rick, why did you say something? No, no, because when we have Rick back, we can do that. But Rick yeah. is also... What you kind of did with Rick is he's also a life coach. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of went that... You kind of worked that angle with him yeah, I instead like, of well, just that's what talking, talking about, about dead people. Yeah. Well, we uh, talked about dead people, too. We that's did, but it's I, was all related. Ex- I was excited, and I'll mention this now because I, I think we were done recording... But uh, our cat, for anybody that has followed yeah, us, we, we we had the recorder off. Yeah, she's Jenny. She's better. Anyone that follows us knows that our cat had uh, hyperthyroidism, and we decided to get the radio iodine treatment, so she was radioactive for a bit, and we had to keep her at the clinic for three nights, which is torture. Four on, nights. On, Four, was it four, four nights? nights? We had her. Yeah. So that's torture the on the pet owners. It sucks probably more for us than them. And then we had to keep her in the basement, which she got really depressed and sad when well, she Well, we had home. to keep her literally in the studio we work in. We, yeah. we had to gut the studio out it, and, and set this up as a little kitty kennel And for it her. sucks just, they're like, why won't you pet me? And you have to walk away from them. And they're like, meow, meow. Oh and you're God, like, was, oh my God. It was horrible. Like, it was horrible. And then I think the last couple of days, she kind of got used to it down here. I think she was like, because eh, she's been coming back down to the basement. I'm like, she quieted down. It was it was interesting to see that because she started to kind of just yeah, chill just out. Like, and oh, get, she, and I guess this just, is my life yeah, now. Yeah, just get used to her situation. <laughs> and then, yeah, the, the, we, we, we opened the gate up to let yeah. her come back and upstairs. And she went back down. And, well, and she, no, she stood there for like 15 minutes going, what, what, what? And we're like, walk up the stairs. You're free. Yeah, I you don't have know. the whole yeah, house again, but, but she's back to her usual. She's got her. She's back on her throne now. The upstairs. other day, though, she was sitting down. The I was petting her, <laughs> and all of a sudden, she kind of just looked up in the air. And I had that thought of how they always say that pets can see cats, especially. Yeah, the yeah. other side, or they can see spirits or something. And in my head, I kind of just went, "Huh? Wonder if we got something in the house. Wonder if someone's floating by." And I looked behind me, and I actually like went like, "Hey, like hello." Yeah. Just and it was more like for shits and giggles on my behalf. Anyway, yeah. Rick all of a sudden goes, You guys have a cat? We're like, Yeah, I mean, and that's no surprise or anything, like if you look at her Facebook and stuff, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's he's like, um, there's someone there's a guy that's associated on your dad's side that you didn't know well, which that's all a fact. Um, why don't you just say like, you know, watch the cat, the cat knows when I'm here and I was like, Huh. To me, it was just a weird synchronistic moment, yeah. whether it was connected or not. But yeah, yeah, uh, could have been my grandpa that I didn't know, I never met. No, yeah, it was that interesting. Died last year, so I don't, I don't know. No, but our our our, our kitty. I love stuff like that though. When mediums yeah, kind of do that, you're like, what? Oh, I got a message coming through. <laughs> but our kitty is doing better, and she seems to be much more happy now. And she's eating, and she's still a little. I think she's. It's part. Of, it's part of the treatment. She's kind of more mellow. She's not. Up running around as no. much, but she's kind of just sitting on her throne and relaxing and sleeping. And we uh, we appreciate people with, with all their you know on Facebook and stuff like that. I want to send a, a thank you to everybody who was nice enough to say kind words, uh, words of encouragement because it was a rough couple weeks. It was for me. I don't know about you, Amber, but it, I was losing no, my I mind. I felt bad. It, it, I can I can shut down more than you can though. Yeah, because you're made of iron. You're the iron woman. Yeah, I'm a slobbering. Mouth breathing mess over here. <laughs> oh, I miss my cat. I miss my kitty cat. But Rick Hayes was great to have on again. It was so good to talk to him. Yeah, it's been and we'll have way him back on long. down the oh, road God, to talk about more ghostly stuff. And yeah, it was so cool. Pick his brain on that. But it's a good subject, uh, inspiration, because of course, what's everyone doing right now? It's January 2020. They're making resolutions and trying to stick with it. 
probably half the people have already fallen off their resolution by the third week. That, 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 the that membership week. to Planet Fitness is just it's rotting. Done. It's just They gone. went a couple of times. They got some pizza. They, they only went there on Fridays to get the pizza. Or I forgot because I had the Planet Fitness thing for a while and they, they did have pizza. It was Pizza Tuesday. Oh, Pizza Tuesday? Pizza they, Tuesday. They do, what's, what's Taco Tuesday? I, I think, taco well, station. that was before the whole Taco Tuesday thing started yeah, I happening. I think that's been around. That, the one I went to had mm-hmm. Pizza Tuesday. And I would come in there, you know, in the evening. I would that was that's when I was doing the evening workout. I come there after work, and I would go there, and they would literally have pizza sitting out. And there'd be people. I saw it. There, there'd be somebody on the back machine, like doing the working the back machine for your lower back, eating a piece of pizza. And I'm like, what the weird. fuck, man? Right? Yeah. So I mean, I don't throw some fruit out there or something. <laughs> They have, well, they have Tootsie Rolls there. All the, that's they had a bowl of Tootsie Rolls, yeah. which are which are not too bad no, for you. I, you don't I, eat like twenty of them. No, no, I I grab one on grab the way it, out yeah. and just munch it down, just a little mini one. I but think that's yeah. just hilarious, though. <laughs> but no, they. So yeah, sorry if you're if you're uh, Planet Fitness. No, I don't think uh, it's a bad membership. gym. That part just cracks me. No, up. I'm saying about your membership. Hopefully, yeah. Oh. I mean, hopefully the show inspires you to go back. There. Yeah. That's, or, or that, maybe you're still, yeah, I don't know. That's, a, that's our goal. What, <laughs> tell us a little bit about okay. Rick. So, so Rick is a psychic medium. He's the founder of Life's Gift uh, Incorporated, which is an association <clears throat> that supports his consultation and speaking engagement services. <sighs> As a psychic medium and life consultant with unique abilities that have been recognized worldwide, Rick consults on a daily basis with those that have questions on life and life continual. I thought that was interesting that he called the afterlife life continual. I like that idea. Yeah, that was it was different. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a speaker and lecturer, and, and he shared his unique insight with an, and inspiration and enthusiasm to thousands since 2003. Mm-hmm. He's also a published author. He's got books that include Stepping Stones, Thoughts Along Life's Path, and You're Not Crazy, You Have a Ghost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that title. And he's got articles that appear on numerous uh, print and online publications. Uh, he's been on television, film, radio. Mm-hmm. Um, he's made appearances on Travel Channel, Sci-Fi, Destination America, Chiller Channel. What's the Chiller Channel? Uh, hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe someone on uh, Amazon Canadian. Fire. It's, can- it's Canadian. It sounds Canadian. I don't know why. Welcome uh, to Chiller Channel. Is that how Canadians no, talk? Oh God, don't nope. even. Oh nope. Cana- nope. Sorry, Canadian nope. friends. Not your accents. Nope. Hey, um, hey there, buddy. Nope. 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 I'm just doing the South Park yep, thing. Yep, you are. Hey there, buddy. Uh, Fox, CBS, Scott, Dick. Sirius. Oh my God, you're ruining oh, the end I'm of his sorry. bio. I'm sorry, that's I'm sorry. poor man. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, he's been in docu films too, like The Possessed, uh, Soul yeah. Catcher, and Sci-Fi, which I think those are both. Those are both the Booth, Booth brothers. brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so he's been in all kinds of stuff, and he's just an all-around super God, nice I guy. Love talking to him, and he's I'm got. So, happy he came. so these are your good vibes for 2020. This maybe this will inspire you to start. Doing, doing cool awesome. stuff. Build like, stuff. Like create. Cross-stitching. A lot of you probably wanted to start cross-stitching. Cross-stitching. Yeah. What um, about um, oh. I don't, lawn sports? More lawn sports this year? Start a, start an earthworm farm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or an ant farm. Yep. That's Something important. like that. Yep. Get something start going. Start small. Start small. Work mm-hmm. your way up. Mm-hmm. Build a go-kart. Right? Yeah. Build like one of the IBM go karts. When I was little, I seriously had dreams about building some type of functional roller coaster in my backyard. Oh, like the guy James Willis, his roller coaster. Remember that thing James Willis rode? Yeah. Yeah. But like I really did. When I was little, I was like, no, I could do this. I could do this. I did do a carnival in my yard and I charged neighbors to get tickets and play games. <laughs> there, and you could win prizes, which was just junk that we found in the house okay, Cartman. that we didn't want. Okay, Cartman. <laughs> I was already an entrepreneur then. (laughs) Everybody enjoy our conversation with Mr. Rick Hayes. Scott here from Ghostly Talk. How are you, sir? God, my gosh, where have you been? Where have I been? Where have you been? 
<laughs> it's good to hear from you. I uh, great great to hear from you too. I, I I saw you on the schedule, and it's like wow, it's been it's been been a long time. Yes, it has, and you know I've been you know. Since we got things rolling here again, I wanted to, you know, kind of roll back and talk to some of our old buddies, our old favorites, and uh, I, I got to you. I'm like, oh, I got, to, I got to get a hold of Rick, and hopefully he'll come on our show. And thanks, thank you. Absolutely. I, I, I mean that. Uh, totally mean that. Thanks for taking some well, time to chat I, with us. I, I always enjoyed you. The, the, I always enjoyed ghostly talking, being on there. And in fact, I just share with you. I, I, I was thinking about this as I was saying. I thought, you know, that's one of the, probably one of the most favorite shows that I've, I've been on because you guys just made it fun at the same time we talked you know we had some serious talk but we had fun too so yeah, yeah. um so I, i'm i'm just i'm very honored to be back on you and i got to have some kind of cool talks just on our own kind of you know at conferences and stuff mm-hmm. like that and you know the one thing i love talking with you about on the show and off the show was you know and it's something that i know i i probably work more into our show now than i did back in the day is just the just living life and you know how, what it's like yes. to live life and I know it's kind of a very broad thing right but I always find myself and I mean I said it years ago about about studying the paranormal and in whatever whatever shape or size you want to do that was you know it took me a long a number of years to study the afterlife to kind of learn about real life and I and I did learn a lot about real mm-hmm. life as as a result of studying the afterlife or trying to prove the afterlife or whatever you want to say. And I know that's a, one of my fondest memories of us talking back in the day was on and off the air. Uh, we would always kind of veer into this this talk about about living life and stuff like that. And, you know, and that along with the idea of spirituality and things like that. And seeing that we haven't talked in so long. I'm very curious, you know, to, to know what you think about this because it, it I mean, literally it's been a it's been a number of years and a lot's changed with the world since then, and I think people have changed too. And I guess the question I have is, uh, where do you think we are? Do you think we've we, we're leaning more towards a spiritual like spirituality and, when, and whatever form that may be, or do you think people are even further away from that now, maybe than they were back in though in the mid two thousands? Well, first of all, uh, first of all, Scott, this has been, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but, um, I'm close to 20 years in the, in the industry now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it's like, wow, no wonder I'm having a harder time to walk, walk than I did 20 years ago, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, but the one thing that hasn't changed for me is that I've always believed that, you know, to get the most value, to get the better understanding and the value of the next part of life, you got to get the most value out of your life here. And that includes, um, finding the inspiration. You know, I, I talk when I talk, I say, you know, you want to be inspired. You begin by inspiring someone else, because if you, if you inspire someone else, then you're going to be inspired. A good example of that is individuals don't understand when they come for private consultations and I get feedback from them and saying how much I've, you know, they, they receive validation from their loved ones, but more importantly that they see the, the, the greatness and amazement of life itself. And, you know, and they don't understand, but that inspires me. So I may inspire, but I'm receiving inspiration. That's what everyone, that's what everyone should do. Do I feel like that, that we're seeing a shift in, Spirituality, I absolutely do. In fact, I mentioned this in a publication here, I guess, for the end of the year, that I feel like 2020, we're going to see a, a big shift. And and what I'm saying on that is it's going to be a big shift of individuals looking more into the spirituality of things, not so much in the religious part, but being more open-minded and, and really starting to embrace the the overall spirituality of life. And I, I, I think it's a good thing because, you know, last year, especially last year, it, it, people were so consumed with political stuff. Oh, yeah. And I think, I think this year we're going to see a big change in, 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 the, in the shift of spirituality. And, again, I, I think it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. I'm see, I've been seeing it in the last couple of years, actually, from the end of it, you know, just traveling and seeing everyone and talking to them about their own spiritual beliefs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's, uh, yes, I, I definitely, I do feel the inspiration will be elevated this year. It's funny. Cause I, I mean, 
I mean, I'm, I can only come from where I'm coming from. Uh, and I know t- you see, you mentioned 2019, Rick, and it was a, for me, myself, and I can be totally open about this. Uh, it was a mm-hmm. very, it was a game changer of a year for me. I'm, I'm looking back on that now because now we're in 2020 and I'm thinking, okay, so what happened, you know? And I mean, let's face it. You already mentioned that Rick, we're not getting any younger here. Right. So that's one thing I know yeah. that I was facing is like, Oh, I'm facing things that I have to, I'm getting older now and I have to start, you know, evaluating my physical health and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, along with that, what came along with that was, okay, well, your physical health starting to suffer because of your mental health. So you need exactly. to start, yeah. you need to start chilling out a little bit. And, you know, so, I went down that path and started working with things and started just kind of retraining my mind. And through that, I, I found this thing and, you know, I'm the, I'm not some drooling hippie or something like that, but I did find this enlightenment. I'd like to say, maybe I did have some kind of epiphany where I feel different now. I feel very different now. I mean, I think I still have my, my gripes like most people do, but I find myself, not flying off the handle as much for one thing and thinking things through a little bit more and trying to take a more, a a more positive path on things. Right. Um, as opposed to engaging a person in some type of argument, you know, I try, I, I try to diffuse things more and say, look, here's the deal. Let's just talk this thing through. Just trying to be a more chill person, I guess. Right. And trying to take things a little bit more in a positive light, and be a little bit nicer about things. Uh, and you know, let's just face it, drop the anger a little bit. Cause it seems like people are just pissed off right now. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think people have, I mean, I mean, rightfully so in a lot of ways, I think people have a right to be angry, uh, about things going on around them. Uh, you know, and it, it's really hard to try to take that. I think it's very difficult to try to take that, that road that I'm trying to take where it's like, okay, I'm going to try to be better here and try to think things through and yeah, be aware of the world around me. Uh, but drop cause it, it, it just kills people. I think that's, what's killing people now, especially just all this anger they have inside of them. And people are wondering why people are getting sick all the time and they can't stay healthy. Uh, and it is stress. I mean, I wish I would have listened to my mother when I was young, cause she would tell me over and over again, like, you know, that, cause I would be flying off the handle and screaming and yelling about things. And she's like, you know, that's going to get, make you sick someday. And sure enough, it did. Right. So, I mean, go ahead. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Well, I, I just going to, I just going to share in my life coaching, uh, in my life coaching sessions, I, I share that, you know, you, uh, your, your emotion set, your, your mindset affects your physical set. So yeah. if your emotion is, is trashed and, and you're feeling angry, anger, and, and you're feeling sadness and your mindset is, is, is feeling that same way that's going to affect your health. And so one of the key things is to maintain a, a pure um, mindset and motion set, and it will, it will help you with your physical set. Now, the other thing I share is, and I teach this, that when you get up in the mornings, you know, first thing, I, first thing to do is when you wake up, think of the three blessings you have in your life and just lay there in bed and just think about the three blessings in life, what you have in your life at that time. And then say, thank you for your day. Cause you got a day like no one else is going to have. And then, and then get up and smile. And by doing those, just those few minutes of those things right there will change your entire day. It, 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 it changes, not just you, but it'll change those around you because they see how you are. Uh, and you know, in this industry, Scott, I'm I'm known as a positive guy. I'm I'm known as you know. You probably saw my brand is now as Believe. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's and the re- and there's a reason for that. I mean, and I tell people I'm not going to change because I really feel that's how you should live your life. And yes, you, you know, we can't. You're right. We can't. We can't just put our heads in the sand and say you know we got to ignore all the world. But what you can do is don't get consumed by it. don't don't watch the news don't don't have to get on on the social media and see all this you know all this all these things that are negative out there uh, you can choose there's a good word there you have the cho- choice to choose not to put that as a part of your own self well being 
Well, that's so, one, that's one thing. Um, I, not just thinking about this, Rick. You know, Doug, our you know, mm-hmm. Doug, our beautiful, wonderful friend who comes on here every once in a while. Um, one of the things he said years ago to me was just that. Uh, certain things we, we we would discuss things that we didn't like. You know, that made us feel icky. Whether it was something you watched or listened to, whatever it might be, um, they don't make you feel good, right? And the one thing Doug would say, and he still says that uh, to this day, is I don't allow that in my universe. That it doesn't belong in my universe. It's as simple as that. So I don't want it there. And I've always kind of kept that in my mind that um, whether it's 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 you know a thing or a person, people too, right? Uh, I find myself at getting to a certain point where I say. I don't need this in my universe anymore. It's not helping me. It, it it's not mm-hmm. doing me any good. It's it's doing nothing but stressing me out and making me think about bad things. When, you know, when I when I when I'm waking up every day, sometimes fighting to do what you're saying, Rick. Uh, some days it's hard to wake up, and you know this too. And I I don't think you'll disagree with me. Some days it is hard mm-hmm. to wake up and go, man, I I. I want to talk. I feel so blessed about this because, yeah, a lot of people got to get up. And the first thing they're thinking about is going to work and dealing with some shit they got to deal with during the day. Right. That's what they that's what they're thinking about, unfortunately. Right. Um, But I mean, that that whole idea of keeping things out of that, out of the universe. And yeah, social media, like you said, that's probably the number one thing for people right now. I think that's what winds people up the most. I'm finding is the social Mm -hmm. media thing which is a fairly new thing in, 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 in our lives. Uh, for example, here's a good example I, just today, because I'm, I'm on social media too, and I, I tend to be the person, like we we're talking about, I don't have bad things to say to people. I don't want to say bad things. I, I want to say good things. I, I want to have, if we're going to use social media it should be used, I think, as a as a positive utility, whereas it can be something that can be fun, where we can have cool conversations. So, therefore, today I made a post where I'm like, well, I'm on a, a certain band that people, um, a lot of people like. I'm like, well, I never really got into this band that much, but you know what? I'm going to listen to all their albums. I'm going to do a challenge to myself and listen to all their albums, and we'll talk about it on here, right? Which I think is a fun thing. Like, let's give it. It's not something I like. But let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens, right? And I've watched this today. I've watched my friends, friends of mine, I know personally, literally ripping at each other's throats. Like, oh, you guys are all stupid. I can't stand you idiots, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, we're just talking about music here. This is supposed to be fun, man, right? So it's kind of disturbing, Rick. It's kind of disturbing how people can get that vicious on social media about a simple thing like a piece of art. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's even it's even it's even to the point of contag- being contagious. Um, you know, and again, that's that if that's just the the individuals, that's the people's mindset. If if someone is going to complain, um, then what's going to happen? You're going to have others going to follow suit. So you have you have a choice. You know, you can choose to follow follow that path with those who are going to complain or you just choose not to. That's, that's one thing that I just, I just can't express more is that you are given the gift of choice in this life and you have the choice and free will to choose how you want to be. So if you want to make yourself better, then will it make you better to be angry? Will it make you, and you're right. There's days that I want to, you know, go in, go in a, run up against the wall and slam up against the tube, but I, I make it temporary. And that's, that's yeah. everything. You don't drag it on. You, you, if you have that moment of anger, you, t- you make it very temporary. Yeah. And yeah. so, but yes, I, I mean, it's contagious. It, it is just, you watch social media is a great example of that. You watch someone put on it, you know, I, I can, you know, your post wasn't one person put on there in a, in a negative yeah. Response post, you got, and then others followed suit. Yeah. And it, it's just contagious. And, and so choose not to be, choose not to follow, you know, choose oh, yeah. to be, um, uh, one of the things that's inside me and I've learned, and I guess that's really helped me in, the, in my years and in, in with these abilities is that those in the next part of life 
always share with me, to share with their loved ones how valuable life is here, to, to you know, to enjoy every moment and to really, really be, get the most out that you can in this life because it's so, so valuable. And, and they don't, they don't express how so much that it's great there, which it is in the next part of life, but they, they express more to their loved ones here. You, you need to, you need to lighten up a little bit. You need to really enjoy life a little bit more, you know, and, and I had one yesterday, I looked right at him and I said, they're telling me that you need to take that trip to, uh, uh, Africa. And they looked at me and they said, we are going to Africa. And I said, when are you going? They said, we're going to, in March. Yeah. And I said, well, and right away they started telling me, well, we've worried about, you know, if it's going to work out, should we do it at this time or not? And it's like, no, enjoy it. Go, you know? So, um, so yeah, that's, I mean, your post wasn't about a, a rock. Was it about a rock band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Pantera? Why wow, you're not looking on Facebook, are you, Rick? <laughs> no, I actually actually came up on my homepage today. We're friends, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. It was, yeah, That's it, it wasn't my. Yeah. It wasn't my ability. <laughs> that's it, was, no, exactly. that's, yeah, that's exactly what it was. And yeah, to be more, to, yeah, I, yeah, I've never been a Pantera fan, flat out. And it's a band that I, yeah. everybody mm-hmm. I know is like, oh, I love this band. You know, and I thought this would be a fun thing. People would have fun talking mm-hmm. about this thing, right? Because um, this is what, you know, aside from the paranormal stuff, this is my other hobby is we nerd about, we nerd around about, uh, about heavy metal, right? And I just, again, I thought it'd be a fun thing to talk about. And yeah, there's been some people throwing, spitting venom at each other. And I'm like, I don't know why you guys are doing this because, you know, we're all, we're all adults here. And I thought this idea, part of being an adult was that people are going to have opinions about things that may not agree with yours. Right. And I, I just, I'm beside myself. I, but it, it just illustrates That's all it was, was to illustrate this idea of social media and how toxic I think it can be. I think it could be a really good thing if it's used properly. I've said that already, and I've been saying that for a real long time. Yeah. I think social media it has the potential to be something really, really great. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't, I don't know. But I see a lot of mudslinging that happens on there. Uh, well, I, I, I actually saw your post. I didn't read any of the posts. I just read what you wrote. And yeah. I didn't. I didn't take the the time to read the the way everyone responded. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> read yours. But and, and one of the things that we we started on Facebook, I'll, I'll never forget. I got a great admin guy. He takes care of all my web stuff. And yeah. and uh, he he. I remember that he said uh, first. He said, "Well, we got you set up for Twitter, so you need to go to Twitter and start posting." And I said, "What's what's a Twitter?" <laughs> you know, I didn't know what. And then. And then, you know, here, and then he come followed up with, uh, you know, so much later, he said, okay, now we got you set up on Facebook. And I said, what's a Facebook? <laughs> but one of the, one of the things I, I told him, I, he said, well, you need to do that for marketing, you know, and things like that. I said, yeah. well, I'm going to use this as, as a tool to, to express positive thoughts. And so and that's, when you go to my page, my personal page, it's positive thoughts. Now my fan page talks about, the 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 you know the next part of life but my personal page is always about positive thoughts because that's where i choose to put on my page and it's i've gotten some great responses from it i think we need more of that you know the idea of positive yeah. thought and that's what i was talking about earlier too was it's 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 not easy i think for someone to retool their mind to to literally rechange their game to change their mind into, I, I, you know, I can't really even put it into words to be honest with you, Rick, just to change their mind. It's, and I know I'm not, I'm still failing at this. I'm sure Amber can, w- would totally agree if I said there's still some times where I spout off and she goes, Oh my God, you're being ridiculous. I'm sure I'm not perfect. I'm still, I'm still working. <laughs> Way on to it. go, Amber. <laughs> Thanks Rick. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Right. But I mean, what do you think there are some ways? I mean, do you know, are there some ways that if someone is trying to, change their game a little bit like they're angry they're 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 at that they're in that pit and they feel angry at everything and they're, they don't have anything nice to say uh, what do you think that someone could do to maybe just reach it to try to 
should like retool their mind, Rick? Well, the, the first thing I, I share and one of the tools I share is because our society is in a rush, rush society and, and it elevates the stress level. You know, we feel like we got to get everything done with today and we can't, we can't put it off till tomorrow. I'm not saying being lazy. I'm just, what I'm sharing is, is you find the time every day, several times a day, actually for me, but find a time in your day or evening and, and find a place that it could be a comfortable chair in your bedroom. It could be, uh, uh, in your, in your office on a cat on a sofa, but find a place where you can go and be to your, be to yourself and, and take 10 minutes and just sit there and just breathe in and breathe out. And people, you know, people call this meditation and people call it, you know, connecting with your, with the mantras and all that. But I, I really express how much that helps because when you're done, you feel like everything has been that you've been carrying on your shoulders has been taken off your shoulders and you make it, you know, and, and I've had individuals say, individuals say, well, I don't think I had 10 minutes in your day. Yes, you do. You have yeah, 10 yeah. minutes in your day. So, so all you have to do is make, make it yourself to, to do that, to do that. And so that's one, one thing. And again, I, I really feel like the, uh, another part, thing to do is, is to avoid, um, I, I mean, I'm, I do television, but avoid uh, news is negative. I mean, you watch the news and then the first thing they want to do is talk about all the, you know, everything that's happened negative, you know, avoid trying to watching those things and, and, uh, doing that as well. So, and really I can't express enough how, um, just looking at, when you get up, get up in the morning and you mention this, getting up and you think about, you got to go to work and do all this. Well, before you put that in your mind, put in the, put in the thought of what is good about my life today? Oh, there's something good in your life today. Yeah. So focus on that by changing your mindset. It will change your life path. And it just takes little steps. Now being angry, Anger, anger is a, a learning emotion. It is an emotion for us to learn here on this earth. It is an emotion for us to, to understand that anger is just simply hurt. And so when you're angry, you're actually hurt. So then you ask yourself, what is hurting you? And what is really hurting you? And by focusing on why you're angry and what's hurting you, then it will eliminate a lot, some of the anger that you're feeling mm-hmm. of being, you know, to retaliate or think anything like that. But what is hurting you inside? Yeah. And by doing that, you can also find you become less and less, less anger. You know, it's funny you mentioned that cause the idea of anger, because I do the, it it's few and far between. Thank goodness these days that I get really like really angry. Like I, it's, I'm thankfully it just, it's, it don't happen that much. And I hope it doesn't happen that much anymore. But the times I do get really angry, like if, you know, you can get agitated. I think there's, there are degrees of it. Like I get agitated. I'm like, oh man, come on. What the hell? You know? Um, and that sure. passes, that passes within seconds and you don't feel anything, but truly getting like really angry about something. It makes you, and does, it makes you feel kind of gross inside. I, I feel my heart rate go up. My blood pressure mm-hmm. goes up. Um, you know, I, I mean, the, the few times I've felt like, well, it's the blood pressure again. I mean, you feel your face flush out. Like, your body chemistry changes for a short time. And it's not for the positive. You feel, I mean, I feel sick sometimes I've gotten so angry. Um, that's not a positive thing. I, I can't agree with that more, Rick. Well, just look at it this way, Scott. Let's use an analogy here that if you had a had a had a had a piece of luggage and it was filled with heavy bricks, and you had to pick it up and you had to walk and walk forward with it, and knowing that you have the choice to just drop the luggage after taking a couple of steps and seeing how heavy it is that's the choice you would probably take because it is, it is overcoming your physical, my physical yeah. set. So 
and, and anger is the same way. When we're carrying it and carrying it and carrying it, that luggage gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And you have the choice to get, again, it's, you can have a moment of anger because it's a, it's a learning thing. It's a learning emotion. Yeah. Yeah. But you can have a moment of anger, but don't carry it because you can simply drop that luggage of, of anger and just let it go and just go forward. Exactly. Um, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. You know, one thing you mentioned we since we've been talking here, Rick, is this idea that you've been told, and I, you know, and I've heard this in other conversations too, that we need to really take care of ourselves in this life because that does carry. And maybe I might be quoting this wrong. If I'm wrong, call me on it. Feel free, Rick. What we do in this life, as as physical beings, let's say. Uh, it does affect us in our next life, in the ne- whatever the next life may be called. Um, is that a true statement, or am I, am I way off on that? No, I absolutely agree with that and, and believe that, uh, just based on those who have um, come to me in the, next part, in the next part of life. I call it a life continual. Growing up in church, we called it heaven. I just feel more comfortable saying it's, it's a life continuum because that's what it is. We continue on in life. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so it's a life continuum, but absolutely. I, and, and again, think about this. If you, if you went to, if you started school and you went to school every day and didn't learn, didn't pay attention, um, didn't, didn't try to be better, mm-hmm. then you will, then if the outcome is going to be, you're going to lose something in your life. You're either going to lose uh, better jobs. You're either going to lose better relationships. You're either going to lose. So it's the same thing in, in life by, by getting, by being the very best and doing the very best you can and, and receiving all the rewards we have in this part of life, you will take that with you in the next part of life and you will embrace what life is really, truly all about. Now I've had those that have transcended that has come to me and, and have shared, you know, that they, you know, did some things wrong in their life and, and, uh, but, the, but they're not, they're not unhappy about it or sad about it. They simply have learned from that. They've learned from that experiences because they made the choice to do that. And, and so they've learned from those experiences. But what we do here is so valuable and, yeah, you know, I've had individuals, Scott, tell me, they say, you know, well, if life is so good in the next part of life, what are we even doing here? Well, simply, this is a part of the overall life. So we're here to get the most out of life here and learn the value of life here. So when we get to the next part of life, we understand it even more. So I mean, it really is a scholarly type thing. It's a learning experience all the way around. Mm-hmm. That's what life is. Life is nothing but learning. It's, it's a continual learning experience. Even the next part of life, I've, you know, they are still learning. Yeah, I, I say to people, that's, that's, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead, Rick, sorry. Well, I was just going to say that's, that's what, you know, if, if you have a continual life and you no longer learned or, or taught, was taught, then you may be missing some things in life. So even in the next part of life, they're still learning. You know, and... It seems to me if you were, just as an example, if you're, if you're this being, you're a person, like a regular old person, anybody, mm-hmm. and you get, you, let's say you get to 38 years old, and at that point in your life, you make a decision to more or less agree that there's nothing more you need to learn. I should actually say something like more like 18 or 19 years old, because that's how those people actually, that's how kids feel at that age. Like, I know everything, right? Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll say 38, though, for the argument. Uh, I've learned everything I need to learn. I'm good. There's nothing more that I need to learn or experience. Because to me, you know, learning comes from experience a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and experience is super fun to me. I mean, yeah, there's there's negative experiences. Uh, but they're all, to me, interesting. Even negative experiences, even even the experience of watching a loved one pass away. I've talked about it here on the show. It's not a fun thing. It's a horrible thing. 
But I also, at that time, with that experience, tried to put myself outside of the situation and learn something from it, right? Even though I was still in the, in the throes of grief and, and dealing with a situation like that, it still was an experience, right? Thankfully, those are few right. and far between. But to me, experience and learning are hand in hand. And if you were to get to, to turn 38 years old and say, I don't need anything else anymore. I don't need to experience anything else anymore. I'm just going to just trudge along and do the same thing every day. That just seems really boring to me. I mean, I, I don't think things really kicked in for me until, honestly, I turned like 39, 40 years old. And that's when the fun's really begun for me. I've, ha- I've been having nothing but a riot and experiencing all kinds of crazy stuff, right? Um, and you're still young. Yeah, yeah, still young. I don't feel young every day, but <laughs> I'm still young, right? Um, so it seems like to me, like if you got to a point where I don't need to learn anything anymore, it would be really boring for the rest of you, at least for your, if you're here on, you know, on earth in this existence, it wouldn't be very fun, it seems like. You wouldn't really have any, any enriching life. It would just be the same stuff every day. You're not experience or experiencing anything and therefore learning anything new, it seems like. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, and even though that person would say, I'm not, I've learned everything I'm, I've learned, that person is still going to learn. He's still going to have some days that he may trudge along. He may have the same routine, but there's going to be something placed in his life that he's going to learn from because we don't stop learning. We, we continue to learn. So, um, you know, for example, and I've had, I've had, I had an experience in the last couple of years. My, we talk about, uh, loved ones transcending. My dad transcended, um, December, two years ago, six weeks later, my stepdad transcended. And one of the things that, that, and one of the things that I, of course, for me, it was like, you know, dads are out here all the time. You know, he's, he's now, he's with me all the time. So, but one of the things that, he and I talked about a lot was he had, he had a good life. He traveled in, in all the two States. He loved to travel. He, he only traveled. There was two States he didn't make. Yeah. And he always said, he said he was disappointed in that. And one of the, one of them was Hawaii and the other was Alaska. Really? Well, he transcended and I, and I, and I've never been to Hawaii. I've never been to Alaska. And he, it was so funny because he, I was given the opportunity to go to Hawaii last, this past February. And when I got there, I was actually sitting on a coral and I was looking out, I was watching the sun come up and I was, and I was, and I felt his presence next to me. And I said, isn't this amazing dad? And he said, yes, it is, Ricky. He called me Ricky. Yeah. And, and I said, uh, I said, I'm so glad we get to see this. And he said, and his response to me, believe it or not, was, well, I've already seen it. <laughs> He's already been there. Yeah. But it, it, and again, that was an experience for me. And, and, by the, and by the way, in June, I'm going to Alaska. So I, I really feel like Dad's had something to do with this. So, uh, so he, I know he's going to be with me in Alaska as well. So, but those, those were two states that he didn't get to experience in life. But instead of saying, I'm afraid to travel, the plane may fall, you know, fall out of the sky. I, I don't know if I, if I spend this money, if I'm going to regret it later, instead of doing all that, yeah. he took it upon himself to say, I want to go see the, see the United States. And that's what he did. And those experiences actually, I know when I was talking to him in Hawaii, he was telling me how he was very, very grateful that he actually did what he did when he was in the physical body here. So we never stop. You know, we have experiences. I love what you said, Scott. Experiences are, are very valuable. When you have an experience in life, whether negative or positive, you're learning from it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think those two, those two, ideas they're kind of one and in, in another i mean you're gonna you're gonna learn from experience and you're right even if you were to just cut off the pipe at like like i said 38 years old for the for example you're right you're 100 percent right because if, even if you were to try as hard as you can and just keep a straight line and not do anything life don't work that way 
you're going to have things no. thrown in your path. You're going to have a monkey wrench thrown in that machine sooner or later, right? And you're going to have to respond right. to that and experience it, right? Uh, I should know better than that myself because every day I'm like, okay, I just want to have a straight, normal day. Just go to work, do and something always is going to happen. Something's going to change, and you got to respond to that, right? Uh, and that is that is experience. You're right. You can't you can't just go the straight line. Life don't work that way. You're right. So moving on, though, one thing you mentioned earlier, Rick, and I want to talk about this. It's something I kind of marked on my sheet here was this idea of inspiration. Um, and it's something I, I, I think we've talked about before, but I want to talk about it again because I find it. I find this idea fascinating. Right. Um, and I mean, I think at least for me, people today. I think that may be one of the big problems that people have now. It's, you know, maybe I'm just judging things, you know, I'm, and I'm turning into the get off the old man, get off my lawn guy type thing. Um, but it seems like I don't see a lot of people wanting to go out and create and experience like we've already talked about, experience things, right? But to me, also create things. You know, whether it be art or, or, or something, I don't know what it may be, right? It seems like people are just kind of wound up in their own little life and they don't want to go out into the world as much, it seems like. And if I'm wrong on this, I want you, Rick, or somebody else to email me and call me on this. Maybe I am judging a little too harshly, but it seems like where we're at as a society now, we don't, I, I don't see, it don't seem like we're as inspired. It's as simple as that. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Rick? Well, inspiration is there, uh, but there's two society has created two elevated emotions in individuals, and those are the lack of confidence in them in themselves and the fear. They're, they they don't feel like doing art, for example. They don't feel like that uh, they're that good that they're good enough and. You know, I, I have a brother that is an amazing artist. He didn't have the confidence in himself. And he was working for a company that, you know, he, he won every award for him with his designs. And he worked for him for over 20-some years. and oh. But he was unhappy. And I kept I kept motivating him. I said, you need to go out on your own. You, you, you can do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud to say that he moved to Florida. He's doing shows all over, all over now in the last three years and, and just doing great mm-hmm. and doing, doing fantastic with his work, but he gained his confidence. The other thing is fear. Uh, individuals have a fear-based mindset where they're afraid that something might happen. Something won't work out. Uh, but here's what I learned from another individual that I looked up to in, in the, in the coaching industry. He said, fear is a liar. And if you think about that, there's nothing factual. When you're afraid, there's really nothing factual there. It's Mm -hmm. it's a liar to you. You know, you might have, you might say, well, I'm afraid to to get on the plane and fly, fly to, you know, to the uh, Bahamas or fly to Hawaii because the plane may go down. What if the plane goes down? And that fear keeps you from experiencing. And that's the two things that we've seen that, you know, I work when I, uh, when I'm doing life coaching and doing my workshops, one of the things we work on is eliminating that fear because that fear is a liar. It lies to you. It, it tells you that, you need to be afraid of this, and there's nothing factual. There's nothing factual about what you're afraid of. Yeah. Well, and a good example for me, this is a, a classic example. I mean, and I, I'm, this is going to be funny coming. I'm going to say this, and I know Amber's going to roll her eyes probably, uh, but I started doing <laughs> CrossFit three months ago. I kind of got – I don't know if you know what CrossFit is. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a pretty popular exercise program now. And I'm like, well, let me give this thing a shot. And that was my first thing. I'm like – Oh, God, I'm going to go into some gym, this fat kid going into some gym, you know, with all these muscle people, and they're going to, they're going to make fun of me. That's your first step right there. That's what most people have a problem mm-hmm. with, and I understand that, too. But I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to give this thing a shot and see what happens. And I went in there, and, yeah, I mean, there were – my initial thing was like, oh, my God, I'm so intimidated by these people. And, you know, I, I, what am I doing here? This is ridiculous. I, this is not my scene whatsoever. I am not a gym person. 
what am I doing? You know, so you, 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 you recognize that thought pattern right there. I'm trying to, I'm, I'll just say it, I'm trying to bullshit myself out of it, right? Uh, but something, I'm like, no, you're going to give this a shot because you want to, you want to improve your health and you want to be stronger and you want to get some, you know, you want to get big and strong and you want to work on this thing. And I mean, here we go three, here we are three months ahead and I stuck to it. And all those people that I was intimidated by and scared of, they're friends of mine now. They're people that help me out. Yeah. They're people that mentor me. We have a lot of laughs right. together. We look forward to hanging and spending time with each other. I, I was actually in a class a couple days ago where our, the owner of our gym was uh, mentoring some brand new people. And I was sitting there and he, and he's like, so, and he said that he's like, you're going to be a little intimidated when you come here and you see some of these people that, that are doing backflips and stuff off of these bars and whatnot. Hey, Scott, how'd you feel when you first started here? And I flat out said, I'm like, guys, I was scared to death. I was scared out of my mind. I was really scared, but I, I moved forward. I did it and I'm still learning. I'm not perfect. I'm still having to get help from people, but I'm still here doing this thing, right? So you got to get over that. I'm not perfect in any way, but it's a good example of, of getting past the fear and the confidence thing too, because I had no confidence in myself. I'm like, I can't do this stuff. What am I doing, right? You can you just gotta you gotta get in there and just give it a shot, right? Um, but so who you were, who who were you there for? Were you there for yourself? Were you there for those around you? I was there for myself, by all means. This was a totally selfish endeavor because I wanted to get in better shape. I wanna I wanna be healthier. I wanna do all these things. It's for me. Simple as that. It was just totally for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's it, that was a no brainer. Um, <laughs> And I, you know, it's fun, but it was that thing. Like it, it's a classic example of what you just said though, Rick. And I, I had all, yeah. I experienced all those emotions and you know what? Every once in a while I still do. I, I'll be faced with something in that, in that arena that I'm like, Oh my God, I, that that's really scary. But I go and do it right again. I'm still learning. I'm not perfect. I still have to get help from people. But I think that's what keeps a lot of people, holds a lot of people back is just that, is that, and like you said, you're right, that confidence thing is huge. People don't have confidence in themselves, so they, they stand away, they, they, they move away from it, and then they're afraid. They're, they, those two things are toxic, I think. They're poison to, to people's growth. And I'm totally, I'm a totally prime example of that, um, having these abilities on my life. You know, I was afraid what everyone would think. And I was afraid, uh, and I didn't have the confidence in myself. And so, and as you know, I just kept it to myself until 20 years ago. My yeah. family knew, but we just didn't talk about it. And it was, it was the fear lying to me and saying, you have these abilities, but everybody's going to make fun of you. You have these abilities and everybody's going to think you're, you know, you don't have these abilities. You, you know, you're, you're not good enough to be doing what you're doing. And what happened was I, I was recognized. Then I recognized that at, at a specific point in my life over 20 years ago, that it was, no, I have these for a reason. You know, we, we're all, when we're, when we're born, we're given many gifts, skills, talents. It can be art. It can be music. It can be spiritual abilities. Yeah. yeah. And we're, we're given those for a reason. We're given those to apply those in our lives. So, I always share if you if you are good in art, if you have a passion for art, apply that in your life. If you have a passion for music, apply that in your life because you were given that for a reason in your life. Yeah. This to enrich your life actually. So, uh, but I, you know, I, I, and I say this, you know, last twenty years and and I have had a phenomenal life. Things that I just never would have expected, and and uh, you know, and I and I realize more and more that that fear was lying to me all those years, you know, that I, I could do this. It's really, yeah. And that, again, those are the two things I think that really, and that's what, I mean, going back to the point though, that's really what does block inspiration though, is this idea of fear mm -hmm. and lack of confidence. People are inspired anymore because of those two things that are standing in their way. Correct. A correct. Absolutely. And it, this is really interesting. We're talking about this because I'm sitting in my office and I'm looking, I just looked over, I forgot I have it, but there's a little frame uh, of a word on my wall and it says the word inspire. Yeah. There, <laughs> so, you, <laughs> there so, you go. There you go. <laughs> I, I find myself getting in more and more conversations with people these days. And we have these conversations, Rick. 
And, and by by no means am I any type of trained motivational speaker. I that's not my gig at all. But I find myself getting in more and more conversations with young people, older people, whoever it may be, and we talk about the things we do. And I talk about the things that I do. A little some podcasting here, play a little bit of music, do this and do that, and. I hear the same thing. I want, man, I really would like to try to do something like that. And my response always comes out the same. Like, dude, why not? Why don't you just do it? Just do it, right? Because everybody's going to suck when they start. <laughs> That's why I keep telling people over and over again. I'm like, look, you're going to pick up a banjo. Like, I bought a banjo, and I'm trying to learn how to play banjo now, for example. And I suck at it. I'm terrible. Wow. I'm, I'm terrible at it, right? But I'm going to keep working at it. I'm, I'm working at it here and there, and I'm going to get myself to a point where I, I maybe I'll be pretty good. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But I want to. Do, it's something I want to do, and I don't want to let that fear and that lack of confidence block me, right? And, I mean, that's the thing I think people, especially when it comes to art, right? I think when it comes to art and doing things and creating things and expressing yourself, I think that's the people's biggest worry, and it, and it goes back to the fear and lack of confidence thing is that I'm going to suck, and people are going to make fun of me. And I keep finding myself telling, telling people the same thing. I'm like, look, I've been doing the podcast thing now for 18 years, and we still have people that tell us we suck. It's okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It, 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 it's going to happen. You put yourself out there, that's what's going to happen. Um, that, does, that shouldn't stop anybody from doing what they want to do. But in order to do that, you got to – I think that's part of putting yourself out there and doing these sort of things is that – you really have to become non-emotional to a lot of reinforcement you get, whether it's positive or negative. Uh, one of the smartest ladies I know is, the, is someone who taught me that idea that you respond the same way to positive or negative reinforcement. If someone, you respond the same way, for example, if someone says, that was really great, as opposed to if they respond, well, that really sucked, you're terrible, right? You respond the same way. You take that the same way inside and you don't overreact either way. And I thought that, I still think that's a very, that's a really intriguing idea how to approach life and how to approach being, being critiqued by people, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, th and the thing is you mentioned, you know, you said you're learning the banjo. You, you might, you might do, you might learn it. You might not. Well, the first key is that you're, you're trying. So yeah. that's the first, that's the first key is just try. And yeah. the other thing is, I, I feel like we have kind of a, it goes back to society, how the upbringing is and everything, but we try to c compare us to one to another. And we shouldn't really compare ourselves to it. Like you shouldn't compare yourself to a better banjo player because you're, you, you are a unique self. You are, there's no one else like you. And so you were created unique like no one else. So yeah. Yeah. how you play your banjo and how you learn the banjo is the way you are to play the banjo. So, it, so that's the other thing I, I feel like we, we tend to do sometimes. We try, you know, been in this industry as long as I have, I have individuals now who try to kind of imitate me mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and, and I share with them, you know, you be you. I've, I've, you be yourself because if you be yourself, you're going to actually go farther than trying to imitate someone. So yeah. you can learn from others. Like, you know, you can learn from a great banjo player, how they're playing, but that doesn't mean you have to be exactly like that banjo player because you're going to be unique yourself. Well, that's inspiration. And so, but by having that, by having that mindset, then yeah. you, you feel good about yeah. how, how you're progressing with your banjo yeah exactly and that i mean that's inspiration right there i mean it's especially when it comes to art which is something we're both interested in um mm -hmm. you, you got to be inspired by somebody i mean there's a reason that i went and bought that banjo because i've seen other people play it and i think it's a beautiful sounding instrument and i liked the sound of it it makes me feel good and i said I, well that guy really plays that i want to try that too so there is i think there's a there's always gonna be a little bit of you, you know you're gonna be inspired by somebody doing the same thing right but yeah you're 100 percent right that doesn't mean you have to compare yourself to that person and put them up to a point where because some people look i mean some people were just born to do that whatever it might be whether it be sewing or whatever it might be they were just born to do that and they're really 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 good at that and you may never get to that level and that's okay i i've i think the older you get 
the more you understand that idea that you can't, you won't be the ace of everything you try to do. Uh, you can only do the best you can. And I, I think a lot of people, yeah, they, that shuts people down right away too, I think, Rick, is that, that idea like, well, I'll never be as good as that person, so why do it at all? And I think that's just such a self-defeating, boring attitude to have towards wanting to do cool things because you're, you're, you're not doing it for yourself, then you're doing it for that other person, it seems like. Exactly. It, it's, it's, it's a bummer, but, you know, it, it is this idea of inspiration. And I, I, I really hope that people, I, I always, I mean, I, I'm doing my part, I think. I, and I know you're doing your part, Rick. I know I try to inspire people every day just through conversation and whatever it might be. Like, go do that thing. Go do it. Have fun. Why are you sitting here talking about it? You should go out there and do something, you know. So, I mean, that's just, I think if more people had that attitude, we'd have more creators out there. I don't think there's as many yeah. creators as there used to and be. The, and, and this show is going to inspire someone, you know. if you, It's going to inspire we're talking about inspiration. We're talking about how to be inspired. And so this show will, will inspire others and it'll give them, it'll give them thought to think about. Exactly. And so, you know, just this show alone is going to inspire someone. I certainly hope it does. I know sometimes the way we do ghostly talk now is not every show is about paranormal stuff. And I like to talk about these things. And that's mm -hmm. why I was really excited to chat with you tonight too, Rick, because uh, I knew we were just, we were going to talk about cool stuff like this that I think is, Super, super, super important, especially nowadays uh, with people, is, is that things are, your life's very important. And I think, you know, people don't take that idea, the idea of what their life is, as seriously as they should. And, it, and it's, the funny thing is, is that sometimes to take it seriously, you can't take it that seriously. That's the weird, hilarious joke of this whole thing, I think, is. Uh, and it's, it's a complicated equation, I think. But Rick... I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here tonight. Uh, it meant a lot. And I hope we can do it again. I'd like to have you back on sometime down the road if you'd like. Absolutely. Just, uh, you know, I'm there when you make the call. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll be there. So it's been it's too not, long. And it's been a, it's been a real pleasure. I too have enjoyed this, this, this show and, and just talk, what we've been talking about, because you're right. Inspiration is, is, is it very, very important in life. And, you know, again, it, I, this is how we've been to everything. Just believe. Believe in yourself. Believe in, in the life that you've been given and, and just believe. Ghostly Talk. We're rolling, by the way. <coughs> rolling. 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 Down the river. Volume down, volume down. Rolling, 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 and we're in the.